Welcome back to the Listen Up podcast, where we will be analyzing Turn Blue by the Black Keys. Um, the album came out in the year 2014, um, and it was picked by me, Jamie. Uh, we've got me, Nick, and Jordan here again. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> Woo! All right. Um, so I guess we'll start off by talking about kind of prior experience with the album and artist. Um, is there, do either one of you want to go first or? If this was a test, I would have gotten a 0% on it. <laughs> I've really? never listened to anything. Yeah, I've never listened to anything about the Black Keys or this album. So, sad to say. I know you're disappointed. In me Surely the there's but. something, because they, they've had a few really big ones. Surely <laughs> somewhere in there, you just don't realize it. You're putting a lot of faith in me right But now. I mean, like, Lonely Boy <laughs> went damn crazy. It, it yeah. was ever. Uh, I don't think I've ever. I don't think I've ever heard of that. Song was Tighten ever. Up or Howling for You more popular? Both of them were pretty popular, but Tighten Up was like huge. It was used in like commercials and stuff, I think. And you, yeah, yeah, you've probably heard some of their music in commercials and like background yeah. movies, because like because I I know I'm pretty sure I've heard I Got Mine, mm-hmm. which is like the, I think the biggest song off. Their album Attack and Release. I heard that in a movie or a TV show or something. Wait, it's, it's called I Got Mine? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. But that wouldn't be as big to... as like Lonely Boy and right. stuff. Yeah, like Lonely that. Boy yeah, was I just, I just skimmed... massive. Yeah, I just I just skimmed through it. I've never heard that ever before. So. <laughs> but can I, can I just ask why they're trying to copy the good kid Mad City cover on this? Like uh, kinda... with the van? <laughs> Yeah, are they just are they trying to like that van? That know, van actually is what they toured in for a while. They toured <laughs> in that van. I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, it apparently, it just smelled like cat piss or something. That's <laughs> that's been an old. Uh, I mean, it, there's an NPR. Um, actually, it was a really good interview. It's an NPR interview with them, Dan and Pat, the two okay. guys who are really the band itself. There's a lot of like supporting musicians and stuff whenever they tour, but. Um, yeah, it's at its core, it's Dan and Pat. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick, do you want to add anything to that? Sure. So I don't, I don't really know when I, I think I discovered them either in middle school or high school. It was, it was when El Camino came out. It was when it was out, mm-hmm. and I think it was relatively soon after it came out. Was it? But twenty eleven, twenty twelve. I think so. I think it was twenty eleven. Yeah. And um, I like really, really really like love that album and i still like it a lot and um uh that was all i really listened to by them i didn't really listen to any like older stuff by them back then and then um whenever turn blue came out i was like oh this isn't el camino this isn't that good <laughs> and uh which is which is the album we're, we're doing today but um uh i listened to it a few all years right, later please. and like um and just a couple times over this past week, and I realized like how much I enjoy it now. Mm-hmm. It's, it's quite good. It's probably one of my favorite projects by them. Yeah, uh, dude, I definitely yeah. feel that. 
Um, yeah, I actually did say I, ca- I kind of like this album a little bit. Oh, spoiler. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just give it a quick opinion. I, yeah, I kind of I like, so for me, um, I I love the Black Keys. Um, I don't know. Wait, sorry, real quick. Can Can you tell us what you what got you into them? Like your origin story? Um, honestly, I don't know it. So I liked, I discovered them around the time it was around the time that El Camino came out. Um, but then I also really liked their album Brothers, which is the one that precedes that. Uh, and it's 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 super good. And then later on, listening just to their back catalog. But I had a I had a friend of mine who. Uh, he was a huge Rubber Factory guy, which is one of their early, early albums, um, and it's it's really good. It's it's a phenomenal album, very bluesy. I think it's got a few covers that are pretty common blues, like well-known blues songs. Um, yeah, so I've I've always really dug their stuff. Uh, they've got a a great album, uh, Magic Potion. That one goes hard it came out in like 2005 but it's it's still incredible uh, yeah i really like a uh, thick freakness mm-hmm. yeah that one's good that one's their second album uh yeah so they i just kind of i knew their catalog a lot and then i was really excited i just really gotten into them and i was so hyped whenever they announced this uh this album and then when i heard it i was like okay it's it's still good but i was very much on the same I hadn't opened up my uh, musical taste enough to really like the kind of psychedelic feeling that this one adds a lot to. And so I was expecting another El Camino, which this is, you know, very much not. Uh, Mm -hmm. And then I listened to this, I don't know, probably within the last like month, I just decided to listen to it go through their albums again and i heard this and it completely changed my mind i was like this is awesome oh. um so you just recently came around this album i mean i i liked it when it came out but i, I definitely it yeah. wasn't in my like top three and now this is definitely top three of my favorite albums by them Dang. It's, yeah oh okay not not of all like talking about top i mean three i really albums. like it <laughs> i was like what I still, I would, if i had to pick number one i would still put brothers over this one uh gotcha but yeah, right. this one is just a, a phenomenal album. And then I was I was trying to decide which album to pick uh, for my turn. And then I heard Weight of Love came on on like my uh, just song library. I was listening to it on shuffle and it came on and I was like, oh, I got to pick this. So. <laughs> OK, yeah. OK, respect, respect. All right. Um, and so then I guess that actually kind of leads us into a nice segue. Uh, we can go ahead and start breaking down track by track, starting off with the aforementioned Weight of Love. Um, yeah, I I love this song so much. Just, I also love this song. just spectacular. <laughs> it's, you know, listening to, it's one of those songs where you listen to it and you're like, okay, this is pretty good. And then you get, for me, I, I love the last like minute and a half guitar solo. Because then it just yeah. really gets in, and you're like, "Oh, so Dan just has to kind of be like, yeah, remember I can play guitar really well too." <laughs> yeah, I love that. You know, I I really like the, I guess it's kind of like pacing of the song. It kind of like yep. there's some rise and fall of the energy throughout, and then just it all culminates in that last 
minute and a half of guitar just psychedelic kind of soundscape yeah see i i I put that i liked how it started off a little Mm -hmm. slower and then like you said it added or i I put i added more like instruments and vocals as it got more obviously like toned out a little bit but i like how it like progressed also throughout Mm -hmm. the song yeah i think it's uh if i remember right i think it's like two minutes of instrumental before you get to like the first verse it's like it's like two minutes yeah yeah and around like that first minute is like is like kind of like when it's like slower and spacey mm-hmm. and then they get yeah. into like the the drums and bass at the beginning yeah it's it great way to start an album to just kind of yeah start off and be like okay the stuff you've heard before that's not what this is yeah yeah um <laughs> yeah i mean i i love the song like i said it's the one that mm-hmm. i heard it and i was like okay i gotta i gotta do this one <laughs> i know it's just i also said yeah i said i like the harmonies mm-hmm. it was just like a lot of these songs this is gonna be a weird comparison but like it could be like the end of like a series of a tv show or something i get it i get it yeah <laughs> It's like it's like they're panning out and showing like all the characters like where they are now. It's just like right. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I get it. And that actually, I guess we'll get into it more. There was some stuff I found doing a little bit of research and just oh. looking at the lyrics that it's, it's actually a very thematic album. I didn't realize. Yeah, interesting. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I found that out too. I I never realized like how much how many of the songs are about like heartache and like like uh, what heartache. Yeah, break. Uh, okay, well, okay. I, gi- I give you a like little hint. Her relationship troubles. Yeah, and it's stuff. about a very messy divorce of his. Oh, I didn't know. That. Yeah, I found that out. Uh, okay, cool. So then, I guess we'll move into the next song in time. Oh, what I did want to add. I really like how uh, there's the massive guitar solo, and then it kind of breaks down into this just very sparse kind of. Mm-hmm chilling out and then it just kind of starts off into the ooh, ooh, oohs of end time i really like that transition yeah me too um yeah so i will talk about in time you know i also i like this song i really like the saxophone the kind of the throughout the entire thing yeah, i really uh-huh. like that jamie i i literally put i also like the and then i put a a a e r <laughs> H because I was trying to like <laughs> replicate yeah. that sound. You did some onomatopoeia. I said, yeah, yeah. I said, I said I like the ah er. <laughs> I didn't know. Um, I didn't know what like what brass instrument it was, but I I put that I like the brass. Bro, um, I will have you know that is a woodwind instrument. <laughs> Saxophone is okay. Yeah, so it's a woodwind, but it's made entirely out of brass. But it has valves, and you play with a reed. We kind of like to say, yeah, wow, that's we confusing. went through our whole, you know, I, I played saxophone for the that's audio BS. listeners who don't know. And yeah, you just kind of <laughs> ride that like you hang out with the brass players and the woodwinds because you're kind of it's messy, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I really that's like funny. how in the song it the verses are very, you know, just Dan. And then there's I really like how saturated the backing vocals are in the chorus sections. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I said I said I really like the high pitched mm-hmm. vocals and like in the background again too. Like you said, um, it's very like a, a lot on this album. He doesn't use just or maybe, maybe sometimes, but a lot of it's just kind of really high pitched mm-hmm. like 
slow talking i don't know how to put yeah that. it's he definitely hits that i i don't know i don't think it's quite as high as a falsetto would be but yeah he definitely will just for some reason be in like a higher register absolutely mm-hmm. it definitely gives it a more like trippier vibe mm-hmm. i think which is maybe what he was going yeah for. It, it it is yeah i can see that it adds a lot to how it's kind of uh more eclectic sound and not just the same thing the whole time BRB googling what eclectic means, <laughs> like a very variety. Variety, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Sorry, I'm not I'm not cultured. <laughs> I don't know that you're not cultured because you don't know the word eclectic. That's just I don't know. I felt like that. Thank you. I've James. been listening to podcasts recently, and um, people keep saying words that. Well, I'm listening to one podcast, Three Questions with Andy Richter. Mm. He keeps saying like like kind of big words like like medium to big words yeah. that i just don't understand <laughs> does he throw in a few gubernatorials in there <laughs> yeah a couple of eclectics a couple he said one this morning i can't remember what it was but i was like uh yeah well it's because it's because having a podcast there. just makes you uh 15 percent smarter mm-hmm. exactly exactly that's what i was gonna say too <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so well, I've I have completely a, lost track of this song. What were we saying? Now I have a, a 60 IQ instead of a 45 <laughs> IQ. Nice, nice. Um, but yeah, we were we were on end time. Yeah, yeah. Me, me, me and Jamie pretty Rapping much said it. it. Do, do you have anything else to add, Nick? Uh, not really. Jamie, yeah, you guys honestly said everything. Yeah. yeah, I think the standout thing from the song is is that that saxophone. Mm-hmm. Like it's just like a signature yeah. thing of the song. Yeah. And the, the definitely, cooing definitely. at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so then I guess we'll move into the title track of the album, which is uh, Turn Blue. <laughs> he said it, he said it. <laughs> he said the word. <laughs> which I, I really, you know, yeah, I, again, I really like this song. It, Yeah. I, I like the, the shift in mood, how mm-hmm. it kind of starts to get Especially if you listen more to the um, lyrics that he's saying, it definitely gets more. You kind of move into like a melancholy state. Yeah, I guess. Interesting. I, th- I think I agree with that. But the same reason that you like it, I think that's why I don't mm-hmm. really like this one that much. It's 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 but weird how little this song is talked about when talking about uh, like good songs off this album. That you're not alone in that. Like, okay, it's not okay. like a well loved song. Which is funny because it's the title track of the album. Yeah, and like, and that's kind of how I feel too. Like, mm-hmm. I it's it's one of my like least favorite songs on the album. Yeah, but and I still enjoy it. But and and I don't I don't think it's the change of pace because generally I enjoy that mm-hmm. a lot of music. I think it's more okay. like it's just like the instrumentation or like the way like like it's the the rhythm is very like punctual in certain parts. Like it, yeah. it almost like starts and stops, and I usually really enjoy that mm-hmm. with faster paced like rhythm, but yeah. but for some reason it just hits me different with that song, and I don't like it a whole lot. It's, and like the, you know, like the weird, um, it's just it's just different. The uh, like, the whirring, it's sound? like a synth, or yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like I I haven't really gotten used to that, and all the times I listen to that song, and, yeah. Uh, and yeah. I do enjoy the message of the song, mm-hmm. and like I, I, when I read the lyrics, I, I thought they were 
like pretty neat just like all the other songs in this album when i really sat down and yeah. listened and read the lyrics but just the just the music of the song it's 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 been yeah, difficult think, for me to get behind i think more i like this song more of a in the, in the the how it fits into the album because it kind of serves as like a taking the you know first two songs they're not like super sad they're kind of they're not like sad but then i guess it it there's a line in the song where he says like before my world turns blue and the rest of this mm-hmm. album to me feels like you're in kind of like a different place. So mm. I think on a micro scale, like the, the big thing for me is I really like that the like muted, it's either a bass or a muted guitar riff in the background. I like that. Uh, I think I did kind of like that too. Actually, It's kind of, it's a little bit funky ish, I guess. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Um, yeah, I like that. But then for me, I like it more because it feels like it kind of uh, moves you into a different place than you were the last two songs, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Like a more of an overall uh, a functional piece rather than necessarily individual instrumentation and stuff. So I get that totally. Anything well, else? Or? All right. Y'all good? <laughs> I think I'm good. Okay. Yeah. I think I'm uh, good. Yeah, so then we'll move into the next one, which was uh, is the one that I remember as being... I think this one got the most, uh, like, pop culture success. Like, radio mm-hmm. play. I think it was the lead single. Yeah, it was, it was the... It was the it was the it was the definitely the biggest single they put out, and I'm pretty sure the first one that they put out. I don't know. It's been a while. Yeah. Uh, which mm-hmm. is Fever. I don't remember if I said that. Um Okay, okay, yeah. which i mean i like it it's a good i think you know it's it was the first single and it got the most successful but i think that's also because it's it's just very good overall <laughs> yeah. yeah i i said i said i said i liked it mm-hmm. a decent amount uh it had a little funkier vibe to it yeah. it had a little more like uh, a beat yeah, that like that was the, the baseline like definitely is fast. yeah yeah it's like it's 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 like a little faster too than my last song mm-hmm. also. yeah it de- I, I think this one is probably like the fastest tempo on the whole album, really. Yeah, probably. I was like, maybe the last. I'd have to agree with we'll you get down there, mm-hmm. but it's definitely, yeah. Although I do think, um, okay, so I don't know if you get it when you listen to music, but when I listen to stuff, um, it's not that I see color. That's called synesthesia. My dad has that to some degree, but I think of songs in like colors kind of subconsciously and fever compared to turn blue feels like a very warm song like a like a light red i don't know just thought i'd throw no that's a that's 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 a good no no no, yeah that's a that's that's a very personal thing obviously but i'm glad you i'm glad you said it though because that's kind of cool i I actually i do want to take that and kind of turn it into like an art project but that's that's a whole other thing Mm. um that actually sounds really cool (laughs) yeah but i really like um bring uh bring me a nick over okay, that too okay. and we'll, <laughs> yeah we'll paint our bodies okay uh <laughs> so back to the <laughs> Sorry, what? uh yeah i like I, I like the contrast between the like upbeatness of this compared to turn blue mm-hmm. um, but i also think that this is probably if i were to pick a song to just listen to off this album it's probably going to be either this one or weight of love honestly like yeah, i like them all but this one's just kind too. of like a you know it's it's got some 
like a like a feel good mm-hmm. song. Yeah, it's got too. like a cool section in the beginning, and then it like in the lyrics. Looking into the lyrics, he's, uh, it's where he starts to really talk about something being good and then becoming like a bad fever, giving him like stress and ache and stuff like that. And then I mm-hmm. really dig the like the breakdown towards the end of it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like that just kind of gets super. I guess it's funky adjacent. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, I really like that section of the song. Yeah. Okay. I really like. Um... It's at the beginning of this song and like at like the beginning of where like the main instrumentation of Weight mm-hmm. of Love starts and a couple other songs on the album. There's like a there's just like a, a good consistent bass line that establishes like the rhythm. Yeah. And I feel like that's something that I just enjoy in music in general. Like a like a, a good analogy you would understand, Jamie, is Super Soaker mm-hmm. by Kings of Leon. Like at the the bass at the beginning of that, that like yeah. pulls me into the song. That's something I always really enjoy, and that's like super duper present in this song. Definitely, yeah, definitely, because it starts and then that's like the whole thing, basically throughout. Mm-hmm. I gotcha. I think that kind of lends to, um, a little bit to like how we're kind of creatures of comfort. It's it's like kind of like a constant thing that you know is there, mm-hmm. so you can kind of listen to other stuff, maybe. That's just a hypothesis, you know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, anything else to add for y'all? Uh, I liked. Uh, um, I liked the like. I think the lyrics in this song mm-hmm. aren't as straightforward as some of the messages in other songs. You gotcha. And that like uh, that's kind of like. I don't know. I think the the whole fever thing makes it like makes it catchy and like gives it a bit of like. In an anthemic feel mm-hmm. but like um i i really enjoyed digging into the like like what the fever was because i never really like dug that much into it when i listened to it before i was just like hey this song's catchy but um like you were talking about earlier mm-hmm. uh just like that was basically what i found as well i got gotcha. you I, I thought it was it was a neat juxtaposition to the to yeah the upbeat nature of the song it was cool yeah, that's true. That's that's definitely worth pointing out is the like the disparity between uh what the lyrics are saying versus what the feeling of the song is portraying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to admit I I thought it'd be a good idea to not read the lyrics and just like experience uh-huh. the music, but from now on I'm going to start reading the lyrics because I realized that I wasn't like getting yeah. encompassed in all of it. So that's just to to put it out there. I didn't read the lyrics so I, I mean, might I still not. Think- I, st- much I, I do that, think but... that there's still merit to uh, not using the lyrics. So typically what I'll do is like the first time I listen to an album, um, not just for this, but just in general, I'll listen to it yeah, without yeah. the lyrics, like you said. And then mm-hmm. after a few, if I feel like it, I'll actually kind of do a little bit more research. So I kind of do a little bit of both, I guess. I got you. I got you. Yeah. But yeah, I, th- I I think I'm gonna do what you do and like mm. listen to it regularly the first time, and then maybe look at the lyrics and see if I can uh, d- get anything else from that. <laughs> I gotcha, I gotcha. All right, um, so I guess then we'll move into year in review. The next song, um, year review. I don't know. I think for me at least, I don't know how you guys feel. This to me is like the. I don't know. It might be my least favorite on the album. Bro. 
Uh, it's got some good lines in it, <laughs> but I mean, I really like the music. It's still a good I was song. about to say it's one of my favorite songs on the album. Yeah, <laughs> I still, I still like the song. But if I had to pit all what eleven up against one another, it'd probably be my least favorite. But I got you. interesting. Yeah, the music's definitely good. Um, there's a yeah, um, I don't know there's why. a band that I like a lot called called Spoon. And their uh, their drummer. Wait, called what? Spoon. Called what? Just like the utensil spoon. Oh, oh, spoon. Gotcha, oh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. And um, their drummer went to NC State and majored in electrical engineering. That's true. Go wow, Pat. Yeah. that's Go crazy. And they're like a they're like a <laughs> relatively big alternative band, but um, dang, uh, they have that's like crazy. Yeah, yeah. They um, uh, he like. And his drums like really lead a lot of their songs. Like a lot of my a lot of my favorite songs by them, like are, are really led by like his his just like thumping and crashing like drum beats. And that's that's kind of how how in this song how, like that's kind of how I felt in this song and game review. It's I can't like really describe it off the top of my head, but the the Pat, yeah. Patrick Carney the drummer, he was getting to me. I got you, Pat Carney. I definitely like like the background music more than I like the vocals <laughs> in this one. But mm-hmm. like this is a song I could listen to just without the singing, if I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, like, I gotcha. Not 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 like a mean way, but I just like the I just like listening to it. I felt like um like Dan Auerbach, the um I felt like he had a lot of like passion in this song. I don't mm-hmm. know if that was just with me, but one of my uh like I feel like like it's really emphasized when he says he says sin in the second verse. He says, "You can never find a soul that's got no pain within, just like you'll never find a sing." It says, "Okay, I'm pretty sure it says singer in the song, <laughs> but maybe it's single. I don't know. But no, yeah, it's just just like you'll never never find a single without that sin, no sin." Yeah, and then he says, "Like will it will it ever end?" I yeah, I do think that this end? is definitely the most. Uh. I don't know. I guess they're all kind of personal, but I think the most like emotive um, song about that. There's yeah. There's like that, and then um, at the end, he's like, "The only thing you've got is you, so leave it alone." Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think that it's cool because it's year in review, and if you know, it starts out with him asking questions like, you know, why do you want to love the ones who hurt you? Uh, and then break down when they go and desert you kind of you know why are you sticking to the what's causing you pain and just kind of uh i don't know i guess more of an introspective song Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah yeah i mean like i said this this album actually is largely about uh his divorce uh, which happened around that time so i think that it definitely you know, this one definitely lends credibility to that. Yeah. I mean, it's a good song. Uh, that's kind of all I had. I didn't have that many notes for it. Yeah, yeah, me either. Okay. Um, so then we'll move into Bullet in the Brain, which is the sixth song on the album. Um, I like this one. It's good. I, I, I like it- I, th- I think it feels spacey, like weight of love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it kind of, it definitely moves more into that, like just letting the the 
background kind of ride and take over mm-hmm. the uh, the center stage, I guess. Well, that was a really good way of putting that. Thank you. Like, I know exactly what you mean when you say yeah. that. I listen to it. Because, like, like mm-hmm. the, the the background, well, it, it has, like, kind of a, a beat change, like, after a minute yeah. or a minute mm-hmm. 30. But I really like the beginning where it's kind of, it, it feels like you're, like, floating while, like, listening mm-hmm. to it. Definitely, of. definitely. He's like, yeah. it's like, it's like a slow, like, you're just kind of, like, right, like, yeah, as you said, like, just riding it. I definitely have gained a lot of this from listening to, like, music, like, listening to a few, like, record producers, interview artists, and stuff like that. They've sharpened my vocabulary. <laughs> Wait, what did you get from that? Just, just generally. Like, hearing them talk about music and then putting words, kind of like what you said, how like it just puts words to what you feel. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Definitely. I'm sure talking about broken record. Yeah. Broken record. <laughs> That's the big one. Good podcast. To. Love that one. Listen to this podcast and broken record. Exactly. Listen to this and go check them <laughs> true, out. True, true. Yeah. <laughs> Not paid, just really like their words. Um, <laughs> Rick Rubin is kind of a big deal. That's true. A little bit. Um, yeah, I really like, uh, there's a, it's kind of where the, the song's title comes from. The titular sentence. I forgot the word for sentence after I said titular. Oh my God. <laughs> um, but it, it's kind of, he really is talking about how bad the situation is. Like, you know, year in review and fever, he's kind of getting to the point where he's like, okay, this kind of sucks. And then at this point, I mean, literally he says, uh, some sums it up with like would rather take a bullet in the brain than to remain in the same situation. That's like oh dang yeah this is not good. Yeah, I guess just looking at it like face mm-hmm. value, like that just like if I heard that, that just seemed like a regular like lyric right. to me. But I guess when you go deeper into like mm-hmm. what was going on, we actually wrote the album. Yeah, but but it's really cool because once again, I mean, I think for most of the songs up here, it's like it the lyricism doesn't fit with the you know like instrumentation, instrumentation and arrangement like it's not that this song is happy but it's you wouldn't think that this is like a boiling point for him or anything like that you know yeah yeah i'd probably agree it's that pretty too. cool though i'm yeah i really like the song i think this might have also been a single i don't remember it's been a while well yeah, I'm still listening to Miley Cyrus in 2014. So. Okay, yeah, this is not that. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I also I like the accompaniment during the chorus again. I think it's got pretty cool uh, backing vocals that come back in on the chorus sections. Yeah, I just yeah, I just I just like the beginning of this one a lot. I I don't. It's kind of meh from there. Just. For me, I gotcha. Ways, I but... think you wouldn't be alone in that, probably. Because it definitely is like the the beginning is the most. Um, I don't know. It's kind of what draws you into it. Yeah, yeah. I got you, Nick. Do you have anything you want to add? No, nope, I was just scoffing at Jordan's opinion. What? <laughs> you were what? <laughs> oh, did you not hear it? I, I did no. a couple of like, no, stupid like, laughs. I guess I didn't come. It's not being your friend right now. <laughs> no, it's not. Does it sound bad? No, it no, was no, just no, no. Cutting when, out on Discord. When, 
Yeah, when you talk a little quieter, I think it cuts it. Oh, uh, okay, okay. What'd you yes. say, though? <laughs> I just... Uh, I think you said you said you really liked the beginning and the rest of the song was, like, meh for you, and I went, huh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. That makes more sense. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> I, thought, I, thought, I thought you were saying something in between those breaths, and we were like, we thought it was cutting out, and I couldn't hear anything. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways... Next song. We can move on to the next song. We can move on to "Waiting on Words." No, oh wait, no, it's, it's, up, it's up to, to you, you now. now. I wrote it. I'm sorry. To I scrolled the right song. <laughs> yeah, so we'll do "It's Up to You Now." Um, I really like the breakdown in this one. Again, I think this is the most like psychedelic. Um, when it gets I, to I the think... breakdown, I just it gets super. Yeah, spicy. Uh-huh. I said this song felt the most like like a brother's song on the album. De- oh, definitely. Like, a, with, with like their old much, like distortion he's got on the guitar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. And yeah. and this song I I didn't like as much the first few times I listened to this album mm-hmm. over the last week, and then when I read the um, when I read the lyrics, I I liked it a lot more, and. I felt that revelation yesterday when I was taking notes, and I can't even mm-hmm. really describe it now. But I was like, <laughs> but I, I was like, man, like I, I really like this song. You should have wrote that revelation down. Yeah, I yeah. I uh, this song again wasn't like crazy good to <laughs> me. I don't know. I, I I do like I do like the distortiveness. I I I'm usually a fan of like singers like distorting their mm-hmm. voice to sound cooler or pitching it up or pitching it lower in songs so i guess yeah jamie that's what i liked about the song but i didn't really like i remember why much else. when i so i wonder I, why <laughs> i think no, i said i remember how... why what what nick i remember why i, I really like the correlation between the as one of, as my professor would say the prosody the combination between mm-hmm. the the music and the lyrics because like the the music like towards the end of the song especially like you were talking about the breakdown with the guitar and like the 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 fuzziness like um uh it just sounds like it has so much like attitude in it and the lyrics to the song i feel like they have like a lot of attitude too like the the second verse says you smoke cigarettes and you act like a clown if you want it's up to you now yeah you do what you do what you like and now you wonder why they're gone it's up to you now it's just yeah, it's just I think, all in your face. I think it's cool the um Yeah, looking at the the lyrics of the song, it's it's kind of one, it furthers the narrative of him being like, Okay, this situation's gotta, you know, end. But also mm-hmm. it um it kind of is saying Um Like, yeah, you know, you you do what you want, that's that's a it's like your prerogative, but uh, at the end of the day, like someone's got to give or something's got to give. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I like how it goes from the original rhythm to the breakdown and then kind of just fairly abruptly goes back into the original rhythm to end it up. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's cool. But overall, yeah, I like the breakdown. The rest of the song is kind of, yeah. I'm kind of with Jordan yeah, that's on that what, one. That's, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Um, Thought it was cool. The final lyric is him finishing with saying, it's up to you now. Mm-hmm. But other than that, yeah. Do you think he's talking to like 
or not not talking but invoking like like his ex or like his divorce yeah fiance. i think it kind of it could be that but it also might be a little bit um talking to himself at the same time i'm not really sure i'd have to really dig okay. more into it um, okay I was, I was just wondering what your take on that yeah was. i think it, it could definitely be either one or maybe maybe both actually instead of either one maybe a little bit of both hmm. yeah i could see that because the reason i correlated the lyrics with the music so much was because it sound, i i thought it sounded like attitude against the other person but i could mm-hmm. i could i could definitely see it yeah. being reflected on himself too. Yeah, kind now of that you say that. beating himself up a little bit, maybe. Mm-hmm. I got you. Um, yeah. So I guess we can then move into, uh, now we'll move into waiting on words. Uh, and this one to me, I don't know, Nick, you might get it, but Jordan, you wouldn't. It feels, a, this one to me feels a lot like his, the kind of music he makes and the solo stuff. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I could, I could, I could see that. Yeah, I mean, I like this one. I think it's a cool take on the part of a failing situation or relationship where mm-hmm. you know it's kind of fizzled out and it's come to some sort of end. But then both people are playing a little bit of like a game of chicken. Like everyone's ready to move on, but like they're just waiting on you know the words of the other person to like kind of pull the plug on it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I really like the backing vocals of this song a lot. Mm-hmm. I really like the intro to it. Mm-hmm. Like it, it uh, I don't know what it is. I think it, I think it sets a cool mood. It sets like a, like a, a little more. A, to me, it sets a little deeper melancholy than Turn Blue does. Just I the tone you. of it. Yeah, I could definitely see that. And also I lyrically, yeah, this- I I felt like it was. Like, I don't know if it's a turning point in the album as a whole, like with his attitude, or if it's Mm -hmm. like a song that signifies a turning point in general, because like, like Gotta Get Away is, is more positive than a lot of, uh, which is the last song on the album, is more positive than a lot of other songs on the album. But the two songs between that song and the current song, Waiting Mm -hmm. on Words, they're not necessarily like happy or anything. So, yeah. I don't know, but I, but I think it is a positive, like thought change. Like yeah. he says, like um, like he's accepting goodbye rather than like reflecting on all of like the negative emotions and things like that. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I think it's it's more of just kind of him just kind of accepting what it is, you know. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I like the mood of the song yeah. though. Mm-hmm. I like it a lot. Yeah, was it good? Yeah, it's okay. I. Again, I did. I wasn't too keen on this one either because mm-hmm. it doesn't. The, the pitch doesn't change a lot in their voice. Uh, she, I it, wait. Is it he or she that's singing this? It's a he, the, but the, the backing vocals are a lot louder. There's like a female backing. Okay, okay. Yeah. okay. It it just the pitch of their voices are pretty high throughout the whole yeah. thing, and then the background music kind of is just like it gets a little bit more intense towards the mm-hmm. end, but it's kind of just the same throughout again, which is why. With, with without me looking at the lyrics, it kind of just it kind of just got boring for me. I, I got gotcha. towards I gotcha. like the middle of the song. Yeah, I can see that. I've probably you know skipped the song in the same position. If I'm just like casually listening to it, I probably skip this one after like a minute and a half. Yeah, I do. I I do like their voice, but again, just like the culmination of the song, I it gotcha. was kind of 
Or you, yeah. you skip songs after you listen to it for a minute and a half? Wait, what? That's I said. I said you skip songs after you listen to them for a minute and a half. <laughs> I, yeah, but at know, that point, sometimes you just kind of <laughs> move on to the next one. I guess yeah. Sometimes I do yeah, that, but like, most of the time, if, if I'm that know, far into it, I'm like, okay, well, I'll just listen to it. Well, it's less than half. Yeah, you like the song's like four minutes long. No, oh, that's true. I guess. Or, or or you're just waiting for Wayne's verse to finish so you can skip to the next song. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, so I guess, uh, do you guys have anything else to add? Nah. I don't think so. All right, so then we will move into the next song, which is Ten Lovers. Uh, mm-hmm. A really funky bass line on this one. I really mm-hmm. like this it. Is, like this it. is one of my favorite songs on the album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I like really like this. This one was too. definitely one where I got a much larger appreciation for the song over the last probably ten days. It was a pretty popular one when it came out, mm-hmm. but it just didn't do it for me. And then I don't know what changed between my previous listen and then just within the last two to three weeks that I've been really having this album on repeat. I just I really like it. No, yeah, it definitely has a really upbeat mm-hmm. and like funky vibe to it, and it's just it's it's just a fun song to yeah. listen to again. And it's it's really cool um, how if you look at in a uh, an arc like some sort of like a narrative arc, I guess it's kind of moved past the point where it's like they're the two people have gone, and then he talks about just how like shameful and sad he is he could have just said you know i'm sad you know there's shame whatever but he's, he literally says not only is it like you know one person's gone but it's like 10 other people have died that's how bad this feels mm-hmm. yeah. and, it, and and that's in such contrast with the like the musicality of it you know i think i think that's pretty neat oh cool yeah but i, I like this one a lot very funky quite see funky. i said i like the high-pitched noise in the background yeah it's like a um it's some kind of synthesizer it's got to be like swelling it, into the chorus like and stuff like the wait say, say that again Sorry, like, I was talking about like swelling into the chorus and stuff like the yeah 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 like yeah i, I really like yeah. the the swells kind of moving into the courses i, I was yeah, gonna yeah. say that i really like that yeah I, th- I think that is what i'm talking about nick i like the synthesized stuff i feel like and see it's kind of weird i'm I'm a big synth guy i i I was gonna say it's kind of weird how like my music taste reflects like in some of these songs Mm -hmm. that i like more than others because it has areas that are the same as what i like usually in my music taste i just thought that was kind of neat and cool yeah man yeah i figured this one would be a lot closer to what you typically (laughs) align with than willie (laughs) nelson you know <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry about <laughs> yeah. I think looking at this one from a, if you kind of zoom out a little bit and are just listening to the album, this is definitely like the the feeling of the song. It feels like a, I guess like before it was like rising action, and then this is kind of like that release feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's like the the climax of it, you know. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I like this one. Me too. I, th- I think we're in unanim- unanimity. <laughs> unanimity. Yeah, I think that's right. say we like this Unanim- 
I had to I had to drop a I had to drop a medium to okay. What was it? Medium to big. Yeah, which is funny because <laughs> yeah. you wouldn't think of medium in reference to like big. Yeah, true, true, true. <laughs> I got a big fry. You want a medium? Oh, big. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like it's like small, medium, big. Yeah, it's just weird because normally you would go like small, medium, large. I don't know what that because that's not like a grammar thing. The that's U.S. Just kind of like... The U.S. fast food industry has changed you jamie <laughs> is that what it is i don't know ne- next time I, next time i go to mcdonald's i'm gonna say hey give me a big fry <laughs> they're gonna <laughs> understand you what freaking size are you? but but they're gonna understand but, but you're gonna get gonna a look like, this dude just ordered a yeah, big you, fry they'll bro. understand but you're gonna get roasted they're what if they give the you one big you're... fry <laughs> oh, <dang. laughs> okay um yeah, that's all I have. I don't really have anything else for yeah. that. Yeah, that's all I have okay. too. Nick, you got anything? Nah, just okay. a, just a big fry. Uh, yeah, so then we'll move into <laughs> in our prime, which is the penultimate track. Wait, what? What is penultimate? Uh, second to last. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. These medium big words, bro. They're busting out like big words right. on us, James. The large words. I'm sorry. On us, I, I'm kind of hosting this podcast. It's already my 15 already kicked in. Y'all gotta catch up. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, man, I I dig this one a lot too. Yeah, isn't isn't there like a like a beat switch on this one? Mm-hmm. Kind of. Yeah, there is. There definitely is. And then uh, I love in the. It's not so like the end of it, it wraps up with a guitar solo. And then before that is a really just like kick ass organ solo. Mm-hmm. Really? I love it so much. I don't know if I knew that it was an organ while I was listening to it, but I think I like the sound. Yeah. Though. So what it is, it, it, it's actually pretty common to hear in like a jam bands and blues. It's not an organ, like a pipe organ. I'm pretty sure it's called. It's either a Leslie or a Hammond electric. You're talking organ. about the Hammond. Yeah, and and that's is what that it? sound is. Um, Interesting. We talked yeah. about that in my music class, but it's that got that got really big, and I can't remember the time frame, but but the bands like the the genres you were talking about. Mm-hmm. Once like the the brand Hammond, once they developed that electric organ, yeah. all these like all these like southern. And like country rock and like yeah. and blues bands and stuff were like, oh man, we got to get one of these. And yeah, like, it's the, it's it the came, Hammond like, organ. Up. And then there are Leslie speakers in it. Yeah. That's right. Oh, that's right. Because it's so, the reason the organ sound, it kind of has a little bit of like a, a shift in pitch to it whenever you sustain notes on it. And there's like a rotating speaker on the inside and that's called a Leslie speaker cabinet. Gotcha. Yeah. But yeah, Jordan, that's a, it's a staple of a lot of like southern rock. <laughs> yeah, but I, I love that sound. Okay. Yeah, I know. I like it too. I just didn't really thank you for opening my eyes to the hammed organ. Hammond. Hammond organ. Yeah, like Hammond you learned about in digital signal processing. It's spelled the same way. Yeah. Yeah, that one class. <laughs> <laughs> um anyways yeah. oh, oh I, I did i came across this whenever i was looking there's a line in the course about yeah the house burned down but nothing in it was mine which is a cool way to say like i've moved on but mm-hmm. that yeah. is also i guess it, it would be allegedly but a it's an alleged <laughs> reference to 
him claiming that his ex-wife tried to burn down their house in a failed suicide attempt. Oh. Oh, dang. Yeah, just thought I'd throw that in there. Wow. Yeah, but I, th- I think it's a really uh, poignant kind of reflection on, you know, what's, what once was but kind of is no more. You know, we, yeah. we had it all when we were in our prime. We made our mark when we were in our prime. Just kind of acknowledging that it's the change has come you know what was the line one more time uh which one the one about the house it's, burning down uh, it's just like the the house burned down and nothing nothing there was mine or something like that okay mm-hmm. something close okay yeah he I, says I, the, I, I the house a bit, so I just... the house burned down but nothing there was mine we had it all when we were in our prime yeah uh, i think i don't know it's really good i it's made Vic cry multiple times, but I think, yeah, this song has hit me in like the right mood a couple of times where I just, like tears have been brought to my eyes and I'm like, oh my God, what? Wow. Is it because like, it's just so deep and he just gets it deep into his feelings on this I song? I think it's that, you know, I don't, I don't really know. It's only been a couple of times. It hits Vic more often. She, uh, yeah. I got you. But yeah. So I, my note was, if it hits you at the right time, it can make you cry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make sure to listen to this when I'm, it's 2 a.m. and I'm just on yeah. a street corner. Or if you're like, man, I miss, you know, being younger. Nobody. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no. I got you. I got you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't really have anything else to add to this one. I don't know about y'all. Uh, no, I just really like the beast. Which... Gotcha. Nick, anything else? Nope. All right. Well, then with that, we'll move into the final track, uh, Gotta Get Away, which is the most different on this (laughs) album. Yeah. I said I think this is the El Camino token song. (laughs) A little bit, honestly. Like, it definitely, (laughs) yeah, hearkening back to stuff like Nova Baby, Hell of a Season. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, this definitely... And like you said earlier, I think it's also the most, I guess, positive song because it's mm-hmm. just kind of like, you know, I'm out, like I'm gone, <laughs> moved on, like we're done. Yeah. Yeah. I wrote, I wrote that it's a feel good song mm-hmm. and it's like, has a lot of uplifting like music or vibes to it. Yeah. I said it like, it shocked like me a... when I first listened to it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like the album. Why? Because you had listened to the rest of yeah, the album. Yeah. Like the first listen so through and then you hear this and you're like, what the heck? Is this the Eagles? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, um, I wrote that I I think it's it's really cool that the the good mood like contrasts most of the rest of the album and like mm-hmm. the the album ends on a high note like uh yeah uh j- because like because most of the album is about like the emotional like dips and valleys of like heartbreak because he's like right. going through like a a divorce. And like this, this song is like, is if it symbolizes the end of that, it symbolizes a good end that you'll, you'll make it through and you'll, you'll like, you'll get out. Like that's like right. the, the message. Yeah, man. I re- yeah, I definitely, all of that is definitely how I feel, especially looking at um, the emotive uh, flow of the entire album. This is definitely yeah. like ending on a, positive kind of i guess yeah like i think jordan you said like a more feel good ending yeah 
Mm-hmm. I'm glad he did that too. You know, who wants to who wants to see the main character die at the end? You know? <laughs> like see him Nobody ride away to get away from the. I guess villain the bad times. Yes, the bad guy. And the I think it's cool. I think it's a cool uh, wrap up for how different it is than the rest of the album. I really like mm-hmm. that. I would agree wholeheartedly. You guys have anything? I else second your wholehearted agreeance. Any final notes for "Gotta Get Away"? Final thoughts? I don't. I don't think so. For me, I just. I just really like the song. It's just a good song overall. Yep. Nicholas Cage, yeah, do you have anything to add? Nope. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of it cut out, but I think you said nope. Yes. Um, yeah. All right. So, I mean, then that'll conclude our individual breakdown. Um, and then I guess we kind of can just talk about our overall thoughts of the album. And then also um, uh, a friend of mine, David, I mentioned him on the last one. Uh, he said that he thinks it'd be cool if we added like a uh, kind of rate the album. So what we'll do is okay, we'll yeah, rate yeah, the yeah. album out of 10 individually and then we can average it and that'll be our group rating. Oh God. Um, yeah. So, I mean, oh I, you know, I already talked about it ad nauseum, but I love this album. So I'm interested to hear what y'all think about it. Okay. So yeah, I, I liked it more than I thought I would. Again, not I, I don't I literally don't think I've ever heard a Black Keys mm-hmm. song in my life. <laughs> Again, I maybe could have heard it in a movie, but I feel like that's still not like an accurate representation of songs sometimes when you like have like a scene right, going on with right. it. Like that's that's a little different. But I and I've never never I didn't really know what to expect. So we're like you and Nick were already had background mm-hmm. on them and this sounded different to you guys. This was my first experience with them. I gotcha. So Again, it, it it was a little psychedelic. It was a little, it was a little funky. Um, again, it was okay. It was better than I thought it was going to be, but still, I wouldn't say I don't think I could listen to most of the songs just like in my free time. Again, like uh, what was it? Uh, Weight of Love, I really liked, yeah. and Fever, I really liked, and Gotta Get Away. Again, even those songs, I don't know. Weight of Love, I could probably listen to again and not. Uh, like force myself to or skip or but yeah overall i probably give this in terms of like listening again i'd probably give it like a four okay <laughs> again i i i know i feel so bad but i feel like i feel like how much i'm gonna listen to it after i already listened to the songs that plays a big impact in like my music taste because i like learning like the lyrics and like listening to the beats over and over yeah. again and if i don't think a song or album is I'm going to listen to it again. I gotcha. I, I think that'll I mean, decrease it's, it. Yeah, that's but your yeah. opinion. You know? Yeah. But but I liked it I overall. I gotcha. I liked it overall, though. Nick, what about you? What are your uh, uh, closing thoughts? I uh, I think uh, one statement that sums up my opinion of the album is is like, like not every great song is like a, a banger that you just mm-hmm. like, like love to like listen to that gives you like a lot of energy i guess and that's not like that's not a dig at you jordan i know you really like songs that give you a lot of energy i just wow, i just dude, realized wow, that that could have that could have like subtweeted you but like that that was that was my that kind of sums up my overall opinion of the album because i'd, I'd probably give it like 
like especially listening to it and really like thinking about it over the last week i'd probably give it at least like an eight like i just i just really um, okay like the message a lot love all the instrumentation and the experimentation that they did that they did on the album but um uh it's like a it's a cool like concept it's just a good theme Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I just really, really enjoyed it. Weight of Love is awesome. Ten Lovers is awesome. Gotta Get Away, Fever, awesome. Gotcha. Yeah. So I'm gonna. So is are you gonna be given an eight out of ten? I'm giving an eight. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I said I said at least. I, I'll go with eight. Okay. Um. Yeah. I mean, I. Yeah. I just I really like you know I really like the album. Uh, I came, I definitely came to like it more when I delved into more of the lyricism about it. Uh, just kind mm-hmm. of really digging into not only how emotionally it rises and falls, but then also looking at the lyrics and kind of what is going on behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Yeah. You know, when I first listened to it, I didn't just have the appreciation for this kind of music. And then in the ensuing, I guess, what, six years since 2014? Um, yeah, I like this one a lot more. I would probably give it... Um, I'd give it a nice eight and a half, I think. Okay. <laughs> can we do half points? Or do we nice. have to do whole integers? Yes, yes. Okay. I'd, I'd, I'd say so. No, no, you can do half We points. don't need to break it down to quarters, but we'll do halves. I'd give it an yeah. eight and a half. <laughs> <out of 10. laughs> um yeah, I don't know. Like, I just, I like the kind of spaciness of it. And if, you know, if you listen to it, then there really is something there for you. Um, yeah, I don't know. I like it. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we... Yeah, so I, I give it a nice, uh, nice eight and a half out of ten, which then would give us an overall, if I've done my math right, of 6.83 out of yes, 10 wow sounds like a pretty bad score for an album <laughs> well, but see i think it'll be, it'll be interesting to see because you know i'm a a little fiend for data i'm gonna actually try this in a spreadsheet now it'd be cool to see what genre scores what and see if um, um, how this kind of changes overall yeah i was okay. gonna say like when you propose the rating system it'll be neat to see yeah. What has the highest average rating? Like where our taste overlaps the most? That'll be yeah. Cool. Yeah, I think it'll be cool. <laughs> That's actually really cool. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, I guess. Uh, any other final thoughts about the album? Oh, Jordan, will you be listening to uh, more of the Black Keys or no? Uh, there's a lot of new music out right now, so maybe not. <laughs> right if you now. if you like. If you like Gotta Get Away, you should check out El Camino. That's true. Which is their album before this one. Okay. The one with the van on it. If I'm like... With the fake Good okay, Kid, okay. Bad City van. Uh, yeah. Okay. If I'm like dying in a cell somewhere, <laughs> I'll probably listen <laughs> okay, to it. Okay. Cool. Maybe, maybe other albums will crop up. Who knows? Who knows? I know. I know. I'm just joking. Maybe maybe if like we're hanging out one time, maybe we can like just put it on the background, you know, and just vibe. Play some but, deep yeah. cuts only. <laughs> Yeah, so I guess that will just kind of conclude our discussion about Turn Blue. Yep. Uh, All right. 
six yeah, so point eight three. We could actually kind of, you know, just kind of say what we've been listening to a lot of recently. Don't have to go into a lot of detail. Just kind of throw it out there. I've been listening to, uh, personally, really, I've listened to two albums in the last week since we last recorded. <laughs> um, it's been this album, and then when uh, Run the Jewels dropped, RTJ Four. That's all I've been listening to. It's a good one. Run Jewels. Highly recommend if you uh, want to overthrow the system. You know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I think I'll listen to it since you and Nick said it was such a good yeah, album. And Fantana says. <laughs> but yeah, um, are you are are you done, Jamie? Yeah. You know what? What have you been listening to, Jordan? Tell us. I guess. Uh, so. Wait, I was going to say, Nick could do it, and then you could go, and then whenever you're done, you can lead into what our next topic's going to be. Okay, 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 yeah, yeah. Let's, okay, see, let's, let's go ahead yeah. and do that. Yeah, um, well, like, I kind of, I've been listening to a bunch of random stuff recently, but um, today at work, I listened to two Sturgill Simpson albums, um, and a band that's, like, mostly instrumental it's like kind of structured jazz, but also they like incorporate other elements into their music. They're called Bad, Bad, Not Good. I like them a lot. <laughs> Listen to them yesterday. Um, they're like a they're a group of Toronto, like like twenty something year olds who went to some sort of school of music in Toronto mm-hmm. and they dropped out to just make their band and and they 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 made a lot of rap instrumental jazz covers at first and they like they did some stuff with tyler the creator mm-hmm. and um, oh and yeah they're pretty cool Sounds like Jordan like come out here. yeah, yeah. Right, cool so nick nick are, are you good yep yeah, i'm good yep. what yeah i'm good yep yeah. okay okay <laughs> so so since i'm since i'm working now i'll listen to music throughout the day a lot and I've been listening since I usually listen to Apple Music, but I've been listening to Spotify on the computer because I don't even know if a UI for Apple Music exists. <laughs> it probably does, but it sucks on Windows though. So I've been just using. I've, I've been trying to like migrate to Spotify, and so I've been listening to a lot of like I've been listening to a lot of like singles by rap artists that kind of just like blow up. Like there's this one called Dago <laughs> by uh, his name's K God, but like I, I I go on his thing and like it's like it has two million plays and then his second highest song has like twenty thousand plays <laughs> so it's like I'm, I'm I'm trying to like discover maybe not like I don't know I'm just trying to listen to more singles by like other artists maybe they have like a di- different style that I like mm-hmm. but I've gotten into a really good album like the past week or so and it's the album I'm actually gonna do for next week. Nope. Like like okay, so I, I I didn't listen to this album a lot. Like I listened to like one song on it, but then I was like, okay, I'll I'll listen to all the songs, and I love them. What is it? So, without further ado, next week we'll be listening to Meet the Woo Two Deluxe Version by Pop Smoke. Gotcha. Okay. Do you know who that is? Yeah, I've uh-huh. I've heard of him. I've at least heard his okay. name. He he unfortunately died, I think, end of February. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really hear about him before that. Like I'm not like a hundred percent I did not listen to him before he died. But then I was like, 
uh, one of his songs came on Spotify a couple weeks later, and I was like, wow, his voice looked, it sounds really good to me. Mm-hmm. And so then a couple, like a month later, which is like last week, was like, I really listened to all his stuff, and I was like, wow, I really like the way, I, I, I really like his music, and I really like the way he talks, too. So. All right. Well, cool. Yeah. Sounds good. Meet the Wu 2 deluxe version. There you go. Deluxe version. So then that will bring our episode for this week to a close. Um, so yeah, if you want to kind of analyze along with us next week, you can catch that. And then we'll talk about that for next week's episode. Uh, yeah. You know, if you want to, you can check back here. Most Fridays shooting for in the morning is when I'm trying to get these out on our YouTube channel. Um, but if you want to really be sure, you know, you can always just, if, it's, if this is on YouTube, hit the subscribe. Uh, Maybe leave a comment. Too. Yeah, yeah. Definitely throw a comment down for kind of, you know, what you, the listener, have also been listening to. Yeah. All right. Um, so with that, we will end this here podcast episode. Yeah. Thanks for watching, guys. Yeah. All right. Yeah, thank and you. Uh, remember to listen up. Thank you.